1: Right now, obviously, I'm friends with all everybody around here. So one of the security people, you give him a badge, right? And they're big, oh, yeah. big shot. How about that? Guy was bragging to me one. Night. He's like, I denied John Cornish getting into Ryderville. I'm like, What's wrong with you? Who cares if he wants to cut the line? Let him in. What the hell? I'm still mad about that eight years later. Like, what? What are you doing? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is, and welcome to a brand new hour. Hours of the RP show are like snowflakes or fingerprints; no two are the same. That is a guarantee. And uh, because we're going to we're going to move on to some new topics here, I'm coming to you from the Florida studio. Moose is in the Toronto studio, and away we go as we set sail on uh, your favorite daytime sports talk show. However, wherever and whenever. You are enjoying the program. Moose, hold up your coffee cup there. Hold it up. Show everybody. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, it's right the off. Leafs and the Canadians. Everybody, we put to bed last hour, last night's games. We talked about Conor We talked about the Lightning beating the Preds. A little later on this hour, Reed Johnson will join us. And that is in the third segment, Clark, I know you know that, from Vegas, he's the host of the Mark Cast, and he talks uh, Seattle Kraken hockey. He was there, Kraken lost 4-1 in Vegas. Before I get to these questions, because people are incessantly writing in, they want their questions answered. And while I don't really like to capitulate and play ball when people do that, in a way I probably should, because they are our audience. But I'd love to know your take on the Leafs Habs game tonight at Sco It's at Scotiabank arena, right? I didn't get to tonight's games yeah. yet. I wanted to last hour. Uh, how bad is it going to be tonight? Moose? How bad are the leaves going to throttle them
2: <laughs> tonight? No, it's, it's like any mm-hmm. other sport. You get into a rivalry game and you can throw the odds. You can throw the stats. You can throw the, everything out the window. Montreal and Toronto will always be good. It's going to be fun. Um, this, it, what's great is last night felt like opening night. We got to see Bedard and Crosby. We got to see the banner raising yeah. in Vegas, and everybody. And some people wondered, "Well, where's the Canadian teams?" Well, that made that night special. This feels almost like Act Two of opening night. Right now, it's the Canadian teams. Oh yeah, to get their start. So we'll be ga- gathered around the televisions tonight um, for more hockey. It's going to be awesome. Um, I think it's going to be a fun game. And the one cool story with a Western Canadian angle for me is Fraser Minton has made the team, at least for opening day, uh, the Kamloops Blazers forward is going to center, I believe, the third line maybe for Toronto tonight. So it's going to be a lot of fun as he had a great camp, great preseason. We don't see a lot of position battles won in camp, but there's one unexpected. The kid from the Camloops Blazers has made the opening night roster.
1: Um, yeah, we got some good stuff here. Oh, boy. Try, Darren, this will be your task terrain me in. okay because <laughs> okay. i got a million things going on in this scrambled noggin here right now and a lot of questions coming in from people too ryan in toronto writes in and he says since we're talking mugs today the mug from the rp shop is excellent i recommend it i should get mine out here too that is a good mother um that's the one one of the games we're following tonight. We mentioned we tried to get AJ Jacobic on from TSN twelve hundred Ottawa because the Sens were at the hurricanes. He's not available today. He's coming on tomorrow. It seems like every game we need to back up from the ledge here, because it's game one of yeah.
2: eighty-two.
1: Okay. I know.
3: Now, Jay in
1: Winnipeg, love him. He watches this every day. And he writes that he says, I love Rick Bonus's energy and personality, but I just don't see him as the coach the Jets need to take the next step in progression. We need a younger, hungrier bench boss. And then refers to tonight's game in the Saddle Dome as the Battle of Atlanta. Flames versus Jets, formerly Thrashers. That's for you, Ryan O'Radio, listening in. Everybody in Georgia, WQEE. Uh, I really need you to rein me in, Darren. But I will just say this: You're all, they hadn't even played a game—and you're dumping on Rick Bonus. Don't do this, Winnipeg. Don't do this, Darren. You said you were gonna cut the clip yesterday on the Jets. I'm still waiting for it, uh, yep. where I said there's absolutely no reason for anybody in Winnipeg to be negative today, or yesterday, or Monday with the extensions of Shifley and Halleck. There's no reason. You can't dump on your general manager, you can't dump on the players, and Rick Bonus is doing his best too. And here they haven't even played a game, and you're dumping on Rick Bonus. Don't do that. I'm calling you on your junk, Winnipeg.
3: Lose tonight? Different story. Come back here tomorrow. We'll have a discussion. Don't (laughs) dump on him now. That's just that's not I don't want that. I don't want to hear that. Now, why
1: sandbagging is this? right? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go They're ahead. sandbagging.
2: Yeah. Go ahead. You know, it's almost like it's a defense mechanism, you know? We're not going to be confident and go in and say, and be excited and optimistic. We're going to start dumping on them so when we eventually lose, we can say, ha, we told you, and we knew the coach wasn't going to win, so you can't make me feel bad. I'm already hurt. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's the hot
1: girl. I'd ask you to go out with me, but there's no way a girl like you would go out with a guy like me.
2: Yeah: How about probably, about, uh, you turn yourself bagged. down so that she doesn't turn you down. <laughs> like:
3: we're gonna It's not healthy. Our coach is too old. Our, our coach it's is too healthy. old. Yeah. Don't take that stuff out of here Now, why I have that? I don't know why I'm.
1: I don't want to spend any more uh, time on tape (laughs) than we have to. Jersey Jim's watching on Altus Cable right now in New Jersey. And he wrote me about the NHL's edict that you can't verify, you can't, what is it, stray away from your uniforms or tape and warm up for any causes. I don't think they specifically singled out LGBT, but I think we all know what they were talking about in Jersey Jim writes in and says, what if nobody reported that players didn't want to wear the jerseys? Maybe it's still in place, the Pride night and the tape, similar to Kaepernick taking a knee. Maybe he's still playing. Maybe. Again, my opinion, but Gary has always stated do it on your own time. I'm going. I, 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 I. I'm like everybody else. I just want to talk about the games, and so that we're going to get back to that. The gentleman asked, "Who do I think is going to win tonight? Flames or Jets? Who's going to make the playoffs? Riders or Stamps?" And I'll get to that. But this is what. And I don't just feel sorry for you, Darren. I, I hate to say, because you are starting to crowd 40. Has that dawned on you yet?
3: <sighs>
1: it has now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just telling the world, you're starting to crowd 40, okay? Mm. So it's the younger people than that that I really feel sorry for. Younger than you. Because yes. all these new viewers that we have don't know that I owned a high-end, and it was a high-end, gourmet pizza restaurant. You were there many times. It was wonderful. Famoso, Neapolitan Excellent. Pizzeria. And I wanted to sponsor the local high school football league and give a free 12-inch pizza to the player of the game of every high school play uh, game played in the city. There was a lot of pizzas. And the local high school athletic association got back to me and said, "No, we can't let you do that." And I said, "Why not? I'm giving away free pizzas to the players. If anybody's hungry and needs it, it's football players." And they said, "No, because that's not fair." To the baseball teams and the swim teams and the softball teams and the this teams. That's not fair. Why are we singling out the football team and not the other? Uh, Because I want to. That's why. And the head of that athletic association is a friend of mine. I'm not, it probably wasn't even his decision, but they wouldn't allow us to sponsor the football league and player the game because it wasn't fair because not all leagues could be recognized.
3: I'm like, oh my God. It's just not, I don't want to sponsor the swim team. You know, it's,
1: why, why not us? And I think that goes back to with the pride thing. You know where this all, remember the pink game? Do you remember the pink game? I was right up to my eyeballs working in sports when that came in. And there was, can you believe people actually fought about that? You know, know. And, there were, and we had players that took fines Because they were going to wear it anyways because my mom died of breast cancer. And the freaking league would fine him anyways because it broke a rule. And that was, seems like nothing now. At the time, it was a really big deal. And it's like, how can you sit here and bitch about the pink game, bringing awareness to breast cancer for the love of God? But you do remember, maybe you don't, Darren, because you were just a pup at the time. It was a long time ago. But I remember people saying, oh, why are are we honoring the pink game? Why do we got to wear pink? What are we going to wear, brown for prostate cancer month? As distasteful as that is, that was something that was said. So the best leaders, sorry to get on a tangent here, but the best leaders are the ones that don't care about that. What about this group? What about that? The best leaders don't care. This is not about Gary Bettman and the pink tape and the pride and all the rest. It's not. It's about a coach, a really good example, who is a champion in every way, Ron Este. You've heard me talk about the Swamp Dog, Darren, ad nauseam. He was a D-line coach for the Riders, Edmonton Eskimo Hall of Fame as a player, LSU Tigers Hall of Fame D-lineman. And he was so, he was a champion because he would not accept mediocrity. And our, you know, Luke Mullender, the it's one eleven, by the way, as I look at the clock, one eleven. I just Eastern. noticed eleven eleven Mountain, and oh, beautiful. My
2: little clock says October eleventh, eleven eleven. I know,
1: I am going to land the plane. Trust me, I am. But Luke Mullender, the current radio. Color commentator of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and one of my closest friends told me he was when he was told when he was playing, they're like, Luke, you're not playing this week. Why not? He like, he why not? Why am I not playing? Este put his arm around him, said let's go for a little walk. What was your question again? Luke's like, I don't understand. Why am I not playing? Ron said, Because that's what we decided.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't need a reason. This is why. Do you know what I mean? Like you, just, you stand up and
1: not be a wimp and just say this is the what we're doing and if you don't like it, there's the door. The winners do that. The losers are the ones that flip-flop around and try and capitulate to whatever way the wind's
3: blowing. That's what I think anyways. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. How do you feel about that? Yeah,
2: I think it's important, you know, to have strong values, right? And strong morals and then stand for what you believe in and not let others knock, like, decide for you, right? So I think that's important. And I know that's where you come from. Like, you know, you have strong values and morals and that's where, where it's backed by. <clears throat> so if you want... and and believe that, you know, players should be allowed to wear pride tape, don't let a few guys who don't want to do it stop you from doing what you think. If you want to have no distractions in the game, you know, you need to find a way to do that in in the right way. It's just unfortunate that the NHL has just handled this so poorly and that all that has happened, if you, you didn't want controversy in the game, all we've ended up with is a bunch of controversy, right? So it just hasn't been executed very well at the end of the yeah, day.
1: Yeah, I did. Hey, Gary Bettman can't run the NHL by himself. And I got to tell you something. He trusts his people to any league, any organization, big ones. You yeah. need to trust your people. And I think Gary trusted his people to do certain things and they dropped the ball on some.
3: Like, you got to understand, this is not, it ain't your dad's NHL. You know, all
1: you got to do, I mean, in Canada, it is what it is. You have all races, shapes, sizes, ages, but in a lot of ways, it's still a white league. All you got to do is look and see 90% plus players are white. (laughs) End of story. And because I'm white, I can say that. So they're trying to appeal to other wider groups and all you got to do is go to like I go to the Panthers practices at the Coral Springs Ice Den and you see that all shapes and sizes but a lot more younger that's what they're trying to attract and um and, oh, lastly cuz I do want to answer the sports questions here but I'll never forget coming back from UFC for the first time and my dad was like how was it I'm like oh my god dad you wouldn't believe the music was so loud my face was shaking now, it used to be back in the day, you'd go to the nightclub and your clothes would rattle on your body. Now, my face was shaking from the music. And my dad was like, oh, nope, I'll never go there then. Guess what, dad? They don't want you. See what I'm saying? So the yeah. old people that complain, uh, the, the pride thing is just, that's next level, not what they intended. They kind of sit here and think, What? causes does the nfl nhl and leagues really support now what do they support off the top of my head i can't think of too many uh raiden writes in and says go flames go the dome will be rocking tonight walking it back greg with two g's writes in and says if the jets lose tonight you'll hear jets fans say season's over of course because that's fans somebody said if the leafs lose tonight Randy from Winnipeg says fans will demand the trade. And if they win, start planning the parade. That's the thing. It takes a very strong leader to either not listen to that at all or be subjected to it and not be influenced by it. And I'll I'll get into this uh, after the break. I'll say it again. Why I think the Dallas Cowboys struggle, the Leafs struggle, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders struggle, although the riders aren't getting the pub they used to. But when the other teams get it crammed down their throat 24-7, there's nothing they want more than to beat them. And that is a thing. You know, you, everybody's jealous. America's team, Canada's team, the Leafs, Well, I'm not jealous of them, I think there's a lot of people and certainly teams in the NHL that are with the hype that they get, and there's nothing they want more than to beat them. And that's not even the Leafs' fault. We talked about that a lot. So it, it does hurt the teams, the hype, there's no doubt. Anyways, Reed Johnson's on the way. Not next, but two segments from now. We'll be right back. You're live on Game Plus Television with us. WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years, not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it. We don't want to admit it. But it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code Show, All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code Show and get them all in one package. The promo code Show gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code Show. You can thank me later. We got some good stuff going on here today, as we always do. Real good stuff. Uh, I am in the Florida studio. Moose is in the Toronto studio. We can bring him in in a moment. And, uh, yeah, the poll question today for our friends at Key Auto Group is, which is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? It's week 19, and to me it's not a surprise at all. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all the vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. There you go. Approve. 59% of you saying Sask. Sask at Calgary. 30% saying BC at Hamilton Friday. And then a couple toilet bowls. 6% saying Ottawa at Toronto. And 5% saying Montreal at Edmonton. The gentleman Greg with two G's watching wrote in and asked earlier who I think uh, will make the playoffs, Riders or Stampeders. It's just a guess here. And you obviously weren't watching yesterday where I said all summer long in Calgary the feeling was, and I miss Calgary, by the way. I loved it there so much. We'll be back. The feeling there was that, no, no, Stamps will turn it on when they have to. And before we turn our attention back to the National Hockey League, and we didn't even get into the Belichick stuff, Moose. Is Moose here? Um,
3: That's a dangerous game to play if you're the Stamps, Darren. Like, how do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, we'll we'll turn it on when we have to. Or at least that was from their fans and alumni, the football people. That's the sense I got, and it's lining up for them.
2: It's dangerous for anybody to have that mentality in sports of, you know, the cushion, right? It's the opposite of the burn the boat strategy, right? It's that <laughs> safety net, right? Where you always have a backup plan on top of a backup plan. And when you have the backup plan, then why would you work that hard on plan A, right? You know, sometimes you need to think that when, you, when it's do or die, that's when you finally see what you're made of. And when you think, oh, we'll get them next time then you're probably not going to do very well the first time out. It's just human uh, nature. Um, and I don't like it. I, I don't think that's a great way to approach the game.
1: Who know, it may not work. That eventually bites you in the butt. So when you ask me how it's going to play out, it's trending that it's going to work out for them. And that yes. it won't, and that they're gonna make the playoffs and surpass Saskatchewan. I don't know what's gonna happen, but sitting back and looking at it, and I love having the non-biased view. I don't really care who gets in either way, it's looking like Calgary to answer your question. Glenn in medicine hat writes in, he says, Thankfully I am on the back nine of life. Not just at the turn, grabbing a hot dog and a beer, but I've played a few holes. Good riddance to the participation ribbon types. Pizza for everyone.
3: Jay in Winnipeg says, who turns down free pizza? I know. (laughs) Don't, Don't upset me for those that just turned on their television and
1: say, what's he ranting about now? I went to the local high school league and said I want to give a free pizza to the MVP of every game all year long. Don't think that didn't cost us money as the pizza restaurant. And the league said, no, we can't, because that's not fair to the other leagues, the other sports in our program. I'm like, I don't care about the other sports.
3: Well, no, we can't. It's not fair to everybody. Come on, man, the football players, they're the,
1: <laughs> they're the ones that get all the chicks. They're the cool guys. That's who I want. I don't want to sponsor
3: the swim team.
2: Wait, the the badminton team
3: wasn't on the top of your list? (laughs) No. I was. It bothered me for days. What do you mean I can't sponsor the football league?
1: But that's the way it is now. I mean, if that would have happened when I was in high school, I would have said, yeah, I get it. I'm over here in the drama club.
3: Nobody cares about us. I
1: was going to say, I played in the
2: past.
3: Moose, what's wrong with your internet? You're getting choppy there. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah.
1: Hey, there's some pretty hot girls played on the badminton team, though. I'll say that. Uh, 902-518-3033. We, I, I'm sorry. I, I told you to keep me on track,
2: and you failed. miserably. I was never winning that battle.
1: (laughs) Yeah, people have been trying to do that for years, which reminds me. They're talking about Brendan Malone, the first ever coach of the Raptors, passed away at the age of 81 last night. Condolences to his family. And they talked about him being an architect of Chuck Daly's Pistons defense in the 90s. And I'll never forget. It was Chuck. I think you know this, Darren. Chuck Daly said... And it was in the last dance when they were trying to control Dennis Rodman. Remember what they said? Chuck Daly said, you don't put a saddle on the Mustang. Just let him go. So I asked you to put a saddle on me today and you're just like, just let him go. Am I right on that?
2: That's pretty much it. Everybody else has been trying. What makes you think that I'm going to be successful all of a sudden?
1: (laughs) No, you can't. You can't. Uh, Randolph in Toronto says even the swim team didn't expect free pizza. Right? <laughs> Go ask the kids. Don't even get me started. And thank you, Randolph. But that's another reason. I'm I, 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 largely getting over this, but that's why I don't want to work in commercial radio. Sorry, Ryan, or radio. I don't want to work in commercial television, commercial media, because we used to have a policy at the radio station where I, the last one that I worked at before WQEE that said you couldn't take off vacation during ratings. That was the policy. Have you, have you heard of that policy, Darren?
2: I mean, yeah, it makes sense a little bit. Okay. A little, like I, I, I kind of understand, yeah.
1: It made yeah. It made perfect sense to my bosses. But the ratings were two months in the spring and two months in the fall. Rough riders would open training camp June 1st, and I would work every single day around the calendar up until the end of hockey season, which with the Pats we always missed the playoffs. So let's say March 31st. I generally had no days off from June 1st to March 31st. So one day, I wanted to go to Vegas for one of the kids' basketball tournaments, our kids' basketball tournaments, and nope, boss said, nope, we're in ratings. I just officially snapped. Serena and I talk about it all the time. Everybody officially, eventually has a breaking point. Just say, write it down. Eventually, everybody has a breaking point. And that day was mine. And the guy's name was Willie Cole. You know him. This might surprise you. But Willie's like, no, you can't take holidays because we're in ratings. And I said, take your ratings and shove them up your ass. I'm, I'm, take, I'm going to Vegas. And he's like, no, no, it's a policy. I don't care about your policy. I'm going to Vegas. And if you don't like it, find the new sports director. If Willie's watching right now, he will verify. I'm, I'm on national television here. It happened. And he goes, Well, that's not fair to the other announcers and the other DJs because they don't get to take. I said, Go ask them. Go ask them. Willie, I'll wait if they have a problem. Colin Lovequist, Jim Smalley, all these. They've seen me working my ass off since June 1st for the last nine months without a day off. And in the end. I got to go to Vegas
3: because, again, I don't care about the other people. Don't pull this political office BS on me. Uh, You're not keeping me in line. (laughs) Hot damn.
1: Winnipeg Jets at Calgary Flames. Yes. I'm trying to, the, the Flames are favored by a goal and a half. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, as two teams that we watch very closely, both offseason during the season, I would have a tough time. Eh, but what have I said to you? It's always a goal and a half in any hockey game. I defy you to find a point spread more than a goal and a half in any hockey game. But it's, and the only tipping the scale here is that it's the home opener with a new coach and I will go with the flames simply because on emotion and their home jets will win their home opener and we'll split it and call it even. What do you think?
2: Um, no, I'm going to, I think this is a really, really like run to bet Regal and put your change on the jets. That's what I would do at a goal and a half. Not that I don't think the flames will win, but I don't think they'll win by two. I think, I think something's happening in Winnipeg. <laughs> Shifley, Hellebuck signing. I think there's some re- renewed, like it just feels like there's the, the smog has lifted and there's clean, fresh air and everything's happy in Winnipeg right in time for the opener. So I think this is going to be a really close game, probably a one goal game. So that's why I would bet on the Jets at a goal and a half.
3: Well, I don't agree that
1: the fog's clearing in Winnipeg. Maybe in the dressing room. But I think the comment from Jay here from Winnipeg uh, is proof enough that it's not. They're always going to be down on the coach and the team there. I don't know why. But I'm also not going to uh, give it the time of day. But I'll say that I got the Flames to win tonight on a motion. They have more at stake than than the Jets. Being their home opener and all the reasons I just said. Oilers are at Vancouver tonight, and I think this could get really ugly. And a real fun question could be this. You saw it on our Instagram story the other day. Everybody go give us a follow on our social media, at the Rod Peterson Show on Instagram. And on Twitter, at Rod Peterson Show. I said uh, over-under 300 points for McDavid and Dreisaitl combined. Serena said way under, way under. I said, I wouldn't go that far. McDavid had 150 last year. What do you think? Over, under, 300 points, McDavid and
2: Dreisaitl. Yeah, I'll take the under. I don't think they're both going to get there, but I, I would think um, if you ask me on just McDavid alone, I would take the over on 150 points. I think he'll do it again and ride this. I think they're going to be really good. I think they'll be close. I'd say over 250, but I don't know if I'd go over um, 300 on that one. This will be a good game. Webb, Vancouver, they don't know who's going to play tonight. Apparently, everybody's hurt. They're all sick. There's the flu bug going around. They don't know if they got to make roster moves. Um, there's a lot of problems in Vancouver. This, could, this, this won't be a great one, I don't think, for them tonight.
1: That's why I'm saying, well, that's why I'm saying it could get ugly. Vancouver at full health, it would get ugly. Yeah. Uh, looking at the uh, uh, Oilers favored by one and a half. Again, I defy you to get find it. a hockey game where the odds Point spray is more than a goal and a half. Um, But I'll say this. I was reading an article on the Golden Knights and why they won. And I think it was an oiler addressing it. It might have been Dreisaitl. He said depth at every position. They beat us in the playoffs because they rolled four lines and you couldn't tell the difference between their first line and their fourth line. And I thought, wow, isn't that interesting? And over there in Edmonton, they got all the money tied up at McDavid and Dreisaitl. You know, and it's specifically the Leafs. Yeah. And the only way that they did that, obviously, with their high priced guys. And in Vegas, who they don't have. Are we putting Jack Eichel in that category? Well, of the McDavids and the Matthews's?
2: I I think maybe just a half step below. The one thing about Vegas that I thought was really wild is we sat here all offseason and said, they're not going to be able to keep everybody together. They've got salary cap issues. This is going to be a problem. They're going to take a step back. The only guy that's not back is Riley Smith. They brought everybody else yeah. back to take another run at it. So they've, kind of, they've got something going on that's pretty good in Vegas. Well, we're
1: going there next. Moose, thanks for all this today. Thanks for keeping me in line or at least trying to. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. Reed Johnson joins us from the Markcast next from Sin City. He was at the Golden Knights Kraken game last night. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys. Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What'll they think of next? And right now, with the promo code Show, you get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. That's promo code Show. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscape.com today. Our Pace Show continues, and get in the fast lane, Granny. The NHL season is underway. Last night, the Vegas Golden Knights staged a crowd-pleasing show before their NHL season opener and then continued to entertain as they defeated the visiting Seattle Kraken 4-1 in the Fortress after raising the Stanley Cup banner at T-Mobile Arena. The Golden Knights went to work on a new campaign with Ivan Barbashev, Jonathan Marchessault, Chandler Stevenson, and Jack Eichel scoring goals for Vegas. Jared McCann netted Seattle's lone goal. Our good friend Reed Johnson from the Mark cast out of Seattle was there, sent me a pick, and he's there again! What's going on, Reed? How are things, brother?
0: There you go. Talk about production value out here in front of the T-Mobile Arena, just for you, Rod. I appreciate
1: that. Just to your right is New York, New York. Da 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 da. Yeah, he got everything flipped. I could. I think you yeah, do. I'm, yeah, I'm reversing. Yeah, I have no idea what- <laughs> Did you say it was a bad game last night? Is that what you told me in our text this morning? It was.
0: It was tough. I mean, Kraken came out really messy. Obviously, we had a, the tandem turnover with Marsha Shan knocking it in and uh, having a five-minute power play on a major penalty and not being able to get uh, any goals at all. It's certainly not the way that you want uh, the season to start. Um, did
1: you feel like you never had a chance going in, though? Because it was the fortress? <laughs> I mean, how was the sh- how was the show? How was it all besides the game?
0: Uh, yeah, so this is the third time we've been to Vegas. I've yet to see the Kraken uh, beat the Golden Knights here. Really good show last night, raising the bander, like you said. Uh, packed stands, uh, sold out. Uh, we were up in the rafters, fourth row up there, and uh, it was crazy. I mean, see, uh, Vegas is a hockey town. A lot of locals here. You can tell a lot of people that are very emotional, kind of, you know, this six-year journey they've been on with the Golden Knights.
1: Um. Do you sense a rivalry between the Kraken and Golden Knights as expansion cousins, or was that something I played up in my own head?
0: 100. percent They're going to be in Seattle for our Winter Classic game, uh, New Year's. We have tickets for that at uh, T-Mobile Park, which is you know funny a T-Mobile Arena here, but we have tickets for that. That'll be. I do. I think between Edmonton and Seattle, I think have a nice thing going on, and I definitely think Vegas and Seattle have a good rivalry brewing. Okay,
1: so back it up. Where did the Oilers crack and- Rivalry come from? How did I miss that?
0: Uh, they came in and really pantsed us in the middle of the season last year. Came in, <laughs> I think it was three goals to zero before Dorothy had even uh, gotten a beer and got to our seat. And so we went up and we beat them on our big road trip, where we had that seven eight road trip uh, game winning streak in the row all the way through Canada through Buffalo. But uh, you know, we got Yamamoto from the Oilers. He scored against them in preseason when we played. Uh, A couple weeks ago, and then Edmonton uh, beating us in our last preseason game. So that, to me, is something to keep an eye on. And then, like you said, the Golden Knights uh, certainly here in the Winter Classic game. I'm really, uh, I'm scared because we paid a lot of money for those tickets uh, for kind of the one once in the lifetime in Seattle. But I should be excited to see.
1: Uh, Well, just back to last night for a second. I don't know what you paid for last night's games. I think Vegas has the most expensive tickets in the NHL. but at least were you able to keep an eye on Jordan Eberle? I see he had one assist, was minus one, and three shots on goal, and two hits. How was Ebbs last night?
0: Uh, he's good. You know, uh, they're Saskatchewan uh, legend. Uh, excited to see, our, you know, our, our first line really didn't do a lot. Uh, Beneers had a slow night as well. Really wanted to see McCann. I know he had the goal, but really sloppy for us in front of the net. It was really hard to get any momentum going. And like I said, of getting the turnover. Uh, with Marsha Shin knocking it in. Uh, he took a, a stick, a, a cross-check to the head in the third. They gave us the, the power play. But, uh, you know, obviously we start slow. We've never won our first game, either the first season or last year. I have never lost two in a row here starting out. So hopefully we'll be better off when we go to Nashville on Thursday.
1: You, do, uh, you mentioned Vegas as a hockey town, and clearly it is. And the Raiders have been unable to supplant them, interestingly enough. How's Seattle? I always knew it was a hockey town. I went there for 20 years in the Western Hockey League. I loved it. But those junior fans don't like paying NHL prices. So in year three of the Kraken, uh, how's hockey and NHL going over in the Emerald City?
0: It's good. Climate Pledge is a really special place to play. Haskell talks about that a lot. A lot of the players, speaking of Jordan Eberle, uh, he had talked in the offseason that he wants to, you know, basically retire with Seattle, doesn't want to play anywhere else, loves playing it there. I think the, the, the deep Stanley Cup run, you know, making it to the second round last year really helped. It felt like Kraken finally got on, on the radar of everyone. We sat through a lot of losses in season one, the season ticket holder. So it was kind of good. Obviously, uh, you know, with these short franchises, same with the Golden Knights, I mean, six years to, to host the Stanley Cup in a lifetime compared to some of these teams. But I, I do think the deep run last year really helps supplant the, the Kraken and kind of the mindset of the casual fan in Seattle.
1: Well, I don't know anybody in Seattle more happy than you that the Kraken are there. And I do know a lot of people in Seattle. Like it's, they've worked your way into your heart very quickly, haven't they?
0: Yeah, it really, uh, well, I think it, what was cool was us getting the Kraken, everyone kind of learned about hockey together, right? Uh, it, it's hard for me. I'd watched a couple of Golden Knights games, obviously with the expansion, but really uh, just having a team, it's so much easier to root for having it where it is, Climate Pledge Arena, downtown there, uh, you know, kind of in the mix of everything. It's just really like on the cultural forefront right now, I think in Seattle, it's pretty exciting. Uh,
1: But your heart is still with football. Uh, Where is, uh, were you just up at the Lions game last, on the, like you're all over the man. People say I'm hard to keep track of.
0: You're far more hard to keep track of than me. Uh, I'm done, yeah, I'm done traveling. Done traveling for yeah. It was in BC Place for the overtime loss against Winnipeg Blue Bombers on Friday, uh, and then obviously here today, or you know, last night with the loss. Yeah, I'm done. Done traveling for a while for sports. So a couple heartbreakers, but uh, BC Place was really rocking on Friday for that game. And you know, I mean, you've talked on the show about amar Mar and all the work they've done up there with Matt Baker and everyone with the the BC Lions. But uh, really tremendous job with that, and that place was rocking on Friday also.
3: What
1: do you like? about the cfl read if you could boil it down to uh, something
0: you know i to me it's always the community outreach right and it's the fact it, it, it to me it's a similar feeling to hockey right you have you feel like you have ownership in your community right we talked, you know vegas here the local fans with the golden knights seattle with the kraken it's the same thing you know you're in bc it's rocking you're you know we were in Regina last year for the gray cup uh, you, you know you feel like it, the, the team is just really a part of your community. And, and I, I think that's what I like most about it and seeing these players that might, you know, might never get a chance in the NFL succeed, be stars. You look, look here at Vernon Adams, you know, playing his you know, playing lights out this year, playing the best season of his life. Uh, really cool to kind of track all these players and feel like, you know, them.
1: Well, Kay, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you gave me that answer because I'm sitting here in Miami and I love my situation in life. I'm arm's length from the Dolphins, and it's, I'm, I'm good with that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, the no fun league, the pressure, the, the ugly side of the NFL, I want nothing to do with. I just want to root, woo and uh, not, not get into the politics. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Because like, I, I have yet to see that side that I hear is there, but I don't want to see it. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's just fun. It's fun to be a part of. And, you know, obviously you talk about the problems with the CFL. And we talk about it. There's all these issues and same goes for the XFL and the USFL and, you know, God knows what's going on with all that. But it's, you know, when it boils down to it, it's fun. Dorothy is involved. We get to go, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a packed crowd at BC Place on the Friday, you know, 25,000 people. Just, just fun to be a part of it and be a fan. I mean, I do the podcast as well, but it's kind of nice to turn your brain off to just be able to watch a route.
1: I think you just nailed it as a guy that buys tickets everywhere. The affordability of the CFL is probably number one where you do have that community and you can afford to go to every game. What's up for the rest of your trip. You heading back right away or what's the deal?
0: Yeah, heading back here. We'll probably go get lunch. My friend Michael standing by here and then uh, flying out and back again. Like I said, probably done, done traveling here. uh, Getting my heart broken for some of these games, but you know, excited to watch the Kraken. We have tickets to the home opener next week on the 17th, so we'll be watching that. Uh, we're hosting Colorado, so you know what we did to them in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year.
1: Buddy, thanks for stepping in. My best to Dorothy, and uh, I, I appreciate it. And uh, Enjoy the sports. We'll be chatting soon.
0: Thanks. Appreciate it.
1: Reed Johnson, he's a good one, from the Mark Cast out of Seattle, joining us, as you see, from Sin City. Overtime is next. We're live on the Game Plus television network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everybody, uh, it is as we say, overtime for our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes, and I was adding it up today, and I'll be making a post about it from my social media coming up. But I'm so thankful and grateful for our friendships and relationships made in Calgary. I'm looking forward to getting back, but that includes Overtime Hockey Lanes. I smile because I love it so much. Uh, it is, as we've mentioned many times an amusement park for hockey players, where skill and fun collide, 28th Street Northeast. And I see that you folks are taking advantage of the opportunity. What I've encouraged you to do, office parties, staff parties, team building, team building events. They have a licensed bar there. What more do you want? Overtime Hockey Lanes, again, where skill and fun collide. We appreciate the partnership. Adding it all up, Gray Eagle, Resort and Casino, Ace Casino, Century Downs Casino, Hockey Canada, Crown, Common Crown Brewing, which reminds me, i got to do a sports update here. Um, Calgary's been awesome. And for that reason, I think they'll win tonight over the Winnipeg Jets. No, I think due to the wave of the emotion, the new coach, all the players wanted Daryl Sutter gone. You better put up, guys, tonight. Uh, Jen at the Four Seasons uh, writes in. She says, I'm excited for the Oilers tonight. Pat's take on the Hitman tonight, too. Thank God I have Sportsnet on my phone so I can watch between whistles. Thank you, Jen, for pointing that out. I just saw the tweet here from Access Now Sports. They're a sponsor of me personally, Access Television. And they uh, have announced that Daniela Ponticelli, Ponticelli, will be the first female to broadcast a game on television in Western Hockey League history. And I've been in tonight when the Pats take on the medicine at Tigers. And I appreciate this. Access, the Western League, they've all, uh, they got a hold of me yesterday because somehow they knew she wasn't the first female to broadcast a dub game. Serena was. How about that? And thank you, Clark, if you had any involvement in, in informing in that. I had a sneaking suspicion you did. But Daniela, is true, is the first ever to do it on... Yeah, thanks. Was the first ever to do it on television. So, bravo, Daniela. Go, Pats, go. John in Edmonton has written in 37 times about this. He says, Rod, what do you think of the Edmonton Elks closing the upper sections of the stadium next season? Um, I really have no thoughts other than... They'll have it closed until such time as they need to open it. Again, like BC Place has done. Other than that, I don't really care. Jeff Gordon writes in. Thank you, Jeff, from the Rod Squad. He says, good for Daniela. Enjoyed her on the call-in show after Ryder Games. Well, she's not dead. I think she's still going to do that, too. Colin from Ottawa. Says the Mark cast is a great show and Reed is a great interviewer. Yes, he is. And above all, I like Reed's energy. That's why I have him on the show as often as we do. We uh, namaste. Colin in Ottawa says, I love that Vegas had that huge slot machine that showed three Stanley Cups after the captain, Mark Stone, pulled the huge lever. So cool. I mean, that's the other thing. I see it. I hear it more before I came to Florida. You don't hear it as much here because there's not as much hockey talk, but in Canada, you heard about all the other NHL teams that hated the Golden Knights, and I didn't understand it. It's like, why are you hating them? They're doing it differently, yes, but they're winning. Oh, that's why you hate them, because they're winning. They do things differently. They've reached the top of the mountain, and if that comes with hate, you're going to be a hater, I guess. (laughs) One more from Colin. He says, wow, Vegas fans have waited a whole six years to raise a Stanley Cup banner. That must be tough. Well, to them it is because, as they say, you can't miss what you never had. They didn't know what it was like to have an NHL team before. So you don't have a Stanley Cup in Ottawa. They don't have one in Vancouver, and they didn't have one in Vegas. I know what you're saying. But they're now not in that club anymore, and how much does that suck? For the Ottawa's and the Vancouver's and who else doesn't have a
3: Stanley Cup? You know what I'm talking about. Used to be St. Louis. They're out of that. Minnesota Wild, Nashville.
1: Uh, Before I jump back into the comments at my own peril. Sports update here, longtime NHL executive Brian Burke says the league's decision to ban on-ice support for community causes, which includes the use of rainbow-colored stick tape on Pride nights, is, quote, a surprising and serious setback, unquote. The NHL sent a memo to teams last week clarifying what players can and cannot do as part of theme celebrations this season, and the memo updated guidance on player uniforms in gear for warm-up and official team practices cannot be altered to reflect theme nights. Burke, who is now the executive director of the Professional Women's Hockey League Players Association, said on social media that he is, quote, deeply disappointed by the league's decision. Now, if you missed this off the top of the show, I don't need to defend the NHL. Uh, they got a lot of guys that could do that. The Darren Draggers, the Elliott Friedmans, the Bob McKenzie's, the the, um, you know, all the guys on NHL now, the Kevin Weeks, they can get, defend the NHL. So all I will say on their behalf is they're not anti-gay, they're anti-controversy. And if, was up to, if this was up to Bettman, he would never have allowed this to be, happen in the first place. Somebody wrote in here early and said, what is the NHL all about? What are their mo- causes? Making money. That's the world we live in, guys. You've got to understand that's where we're at. Making money is king. The Houston Astros can join the Texas Rangers and the ALCS yes, with a win over the Minnesota Twins tonight. The Twins, who swept the Jays in the wildcard round, are down two games to none in the best of five. In the National League, the Arizona Diamondbacks can sweep the L.A. Dodgers with a win tonight in Phoenix. And the Atlanta Braves visit the Philadelphia Phillies with that series tied one each. This sports update for Common Crown Brewing Company. they got the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment. Featuring their core five, good company, hazy pale ale, Common Crown Crafted Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coppersmith Brown Ale. Four of them sit below the 5% ABV, making them the ideal beer for your everyday common affair. Go down and check them out, 28th Street Northeast in Calgary, three blocks away from uh, Overtime Hockey Lanes. And tell them we sent you. Check out their beer, enjoy it. And get back to us. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. AJ's going to be with us from Ottawa and more noon Eastern here on Game Plus and Key
3: Radio. Who has more fun than us?